Good day, everybody. This is Scott, your host of Cue the Smoke with my co-host, Tom, out of the UK. Good evening, Tom. Evening. I've got Amanda from the Brickyard Battalion on board today. Amanda, how you doing? I'm good, Scott. Hey, all. Great. And uh, our special guest today is Jimmy Carson. He's the assistant coach of Lady Victory FC here out of Indy. And with the announcement of the USLW League, I thought it would be kind of interesting to bring Jimmy on let him talk about his perspective, the team up there, how it kind of got their grassroots or how they started and what they see going forward with women's professional soccer. Welcome to the show, Jimmy. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Um, yeah, Lady Victory um, came together pretty quickly uh, just before last season, uh, obviously with COVID and everything that had been going on. Um, WPSL uh, was looking to bounce back and uh, we jumped right in with them. Uh, my role with the organization uh, is kind of general manager, uh, assistant coach, uh, drive the van, whatever they need. Um, so, you know, it's, it's grassroots. We, we do everything we can for uh, the betterment of the game. Um, I coached in the ECNL level uh, in the past, so I knew a lot of former players that were looking for places to play in the summer. Uh, a lot of wonderful female athletes that deserve a platform. Uh, so we wanted to provide that for them, uh, have a connection with Paul Nolinsky, uh, who was our head coach. Uh, obviously he still coaches in the ECNL world with uh, Indiana fire. And uh, so we had a lot of former players, a lot of kids home for, for the summer. Uh, Polly was coaching at surf out in California. So we had kids even coming here wow. from out of state and that they, they kind of just, uh, we ended up here for the summer we wanted to play. Um, so it was, a like I said, it's a, uh, labor of love sort of thing. Uh, so we just, we want to provide for um, these amazing college kids to come back and play. We had some uh, older players as well, some younger players, uh, we had kids, uh, sophomores and juniors in high school. So to give them experience and exposure to that next level uh, was also a pretty uh, amazing experience. Yeah. I was going to ask uh, age levels, you know, it sounds like you're going with high school through college and then maybe beyond. Yeah, I think our oldest player was in her 30s. Uh, I won't name names, so this shouldn't be mad. <laughs> um, and uh, a large majority of our players were local college players. We had players that represented pretty much every school in Indiana. Uh, Notre Dame, Butler, IU, Purdue, um, UND, uh, Ball State. I can keep going, I think. Um, but uh, And then a lot of former players from outside that had come back. A few players that took a gap year just because of COVID and were waiting. Um, headed to Princeton this year and is, is doing a great job there with Heather McNabb. Uh, but uh, yeah, we just kind of pulled kids from here, there and everywhere. Uh, like I said, we had the furthest come here from Hofstra and uh, even California with San Jose, uh, or Sacramento State, sorry. Um, and then we had a lot of local players. So uh, a lot of college, uh, high school players that were just getting ready to get their experience to either finish up their senior year or head off to, to bigger schools themselves. Um, namely Jenna Chatterton is down in Tennessee he played quite a few minutes with us and uh, Quincy uh, also McMahon from uh, UCLA uh, so she's having a great freshman year over in UCLA um, but uh, yeah it was just kind of a, a whole really cool group thrown together um, you know we had probably about 40 different kids at different times you know how the summers can be and with everyone's schedules it was nice to just have a good large group of kids that were looking to train to get better. Yeah, it was interesting. I was looking at the roster and I see a smattering. And if you look at it, it's you are it's just all over the country, which is pretty incredible um, to put something out like that. And then you have kids, obviously the local girls coming, but 
you know, Citadel, Notre Dame, you've got some, you know, I'm looking here, Sacramento State, Mia, your, your goalkeeper. It's just like, that's kind of cool. Um, it's not just an Indiana thing per se, although most of it's probably homegrown and they're looking to get out and go play at those colleges. Um, when you heard about, you know, Indy 11 announcing, you know, a new member of, of the women's league, what kind of went through your mind? Did you say, okay, here's an opportunity maybe for some of these girls to take the next step or has any of that conversation even transpired? Um, the, my first thought was awesome. You know, just, just great for the game, uh, taking it to another level, uh, providing another opportunity um, to have the professional organization in town get behind um, women's soccer, but also just to, to get behind growing the game uh, is, is awesome. That's, that's simply it. Um, we obviously wanted to give a platform and avenue to play. Uh, we had a great year, um, ended up winning our conference and having several players uh, honored and, and going through that whole process was neat. But, you know, for us, again, it always goes back to just trying to develop and grow the game. So for Indy 11 to jump in and, and put, uh, you know, the professionalism behind it, uh, we only hope that that continues to, to take us to the next level. Uh, I think everyone in Indy would love to see uh, us reach that platform of whether it's Super League uh, or NWSL, uh, but to get to the top, top level for those players to have an, an opportunity. Um, you know, I, I coached with the Lauren Cheneys of the, of the world that were growing up and playing high school soccer and uh, getting to see now Lauren Holiday. Uh, now seeing her, um, you know, taking her career to a different pathway. Um, I personally played with Lori Lindsay growing up and remember her playing on the boys teams against me. So uh, we have some amazing, amazing players come through Indiana um, and, and really could be a hotbed uh, for Midwest or nationally for, for player development. So to see this come along to where these players are going to receive another opportunity and take their game even further, um, that just excites me. Yeah, that's that's that is exciting for the game of soccer just to have another avenue, another place to go watch some professional soccer. And obviously, from a girl's perspective and girls soccer, they see the Indy 11, they see all that. But now they have that type of level of soccer that they can really start going after. And obviously, if your team can be a feeder into that, that's just good for you folks, too, in general. Mm -hmm. um, I know Amanda got excited when the announcement came. So, Amanda, I'm going to let you talk a little bit about what you initially thought when you saw the announcement. Yeah, there were a few of us, you know, um, we saw on Twitter that Indy 11 announced that there was going to be an announcement and then they pushed it back an hour, which I'm sure just had to do with communication timing releases and everything. So sorry, Trey, for heckling you a little bit, but, um, but yeah, they announced it and we saw, you know, they had the kind of purple overdrop over lady victory uh, over the actual monument and, some people jumped onto the potential of us hiring John Hackworth, a formal, former coach of Louisville to come on. And, uh, you know, I thought I was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't think that we would do that right now. I don't think that's the announcement. And then, um, Oh my gosh, was it Brian? Hey, hey Amanda, I'm going to yeah, interrupt go you real quick. Paul right just ahead. joined us. Paul, how you doing? I know your time's limited. Thanks for joining all, us. All good. Thanks for having me. No, absolutely. Jimmy kind of gave us the uh, the lowdown and, and the excitement about the whole program going on up there, and we appreciate your time. It looks like you're coming off the pitch as we speak. I, I am. I'm walking away from the, the coaches on the field being noisy. 
<laughs> like I said in our text, we could have left and had the ambiance and the vibe of soccer in the background. Uh, <laughs> this whole U.S. and kind of what spawned my whole start of this conversation was the announcement of Indy 11 and the women's uh, the women's league and them getting an expansion team or getting a team. That's why I reached out to Jimmy and Paul. And I really do appreciate your folks time because time is everybody is that's a commodity that you can never get back. So I, I do appreciate it. Um, what are your thoughts, Paul? I mean, when, it, when you're looking at what Indy 11 and the women's league have, have kind of gotten together to do. I think it's fantastic. I think um, I've been in, I've been back in Indy for three years and the, the one thing that I've seen is there's a lot of talented players that played here in various youth clubs in the past that are in college or about to be done with college. And we've got more talent coming up through the ranks in the youth systems and the professional platform for women nationwide. It would be absolutely amazing to have that in Indianapolis. Yeah, I was actually, uh, I think we were chatting a little bit in, do you see, you know, the Lady Victory FC as maybe a feeder team into that? Or, how, I mean, I'm just, it's kind of weird how this is all playing out. And if, you know, if you can't talk about it, that's fine. It's just kind of, here we have a Lady Victory FC team full of talented players. You know, why not grab what's already there, so to speak? I mean. No, I, I think the Lady Victory has found a ton of success um, on the field, off the field in their one year of existence uh, where, where it goes from there um, is, is above decisions that I make. I, I love coaching. And um, for me, being able to coach at as high of a level as I possibly can is, is my ambition. And, you know, I, I stick to that doing the best that I can possibly do on the field. No, I, I got you. Yeah, you, you know what you do well. You stick to what you do well. And I do appreciate that because that's I think that's great for at any level. If you're a coach, you stay a coach. And, and those are the things that you guys are experts at. In one year, you guys have done quite well, to say the least. Now, do you guys you guys play at Grand Park, right? Uh, that's your home. Year, Go ahead. This, this past year, Lady Victory played at Garen Catholic High School. OK, got you. Garen Catholic, I see a home field, and then you train up at Grand Park and you do some sojility stuff, obviously. Yeah. Um, gotcha. Okay. Is the plan to continue at Garen Catholic? Obviously, to kind of, or what do you have to see? Huh? Yeah, I, I think we'll we'll play that by ear. Um, we love the facility. Garen Catholic High School is uh, great in allowing us to play there. They've got a wonderful setup. Um, you know, for us, as we take this to the next year, we're going to look to continue to make it a professional environment for the players. Uh, obviously, we train out at Grand Park. They've got a wonderful facility. Uh, if we could play at the event center off of their main pitch at Field One, we would. Uh, we actually explored the 11 last year about potentially uh, playing before men's games or after or how we could work that together. Um, unfortunately, with COVID rules and guidelines and all those kinds of things, things just didn't work out this year and year one. But um, obviously, you know, Lady Victory is the name of our team for a reason. We wanted to support local soccer here in Indiana. We wanted to connect ourselves to the BYB. We wanted to connect ourselves to, to the, the local pro team. We want um, to, to work to, together to build soccer. So uh, we're, you know, obviously that, that was something in our mindset as we developed. We wanted to, to build as a team. Um, and, and I love what we've been able to do in a year. And we'll see where we go from here. 
Uh, we are clearly not opposed to working with anyone to better the game of soccer for these players uh, and for the young female players that are growing up and, and providing them uh, a platform to be uh, shining stars as well. So we want to see, um, again, we'll do whatever it takes to be a part of the process and making sure that the game just gets to where it needs to be. Gotcha. So if I'm, you may have said this, Jimmy, and I apologize if I missed it, but how did Lady Victory come to be? Was it a bunch of folks sitting around a coffee table one day saying, let's put together so, a women's soccer team? And yeah, my business partner um, at Sogility is Chris McGrath. And uh, yeah, okay. he was a part of the Indy Saints uh, starting that group up and working with them for a while. And uh, we were we were actually talking and Polly works uh, here at Sogility and with us as well. And uh, we were talking with Paul and Joe Saki and some other people about how we really need to provide uh, an avenue and a platform for a lot of these players to have another opportunity. Uh, there were other people in town doing it, but we wanted to have just another opportunity. And so we just kind of came together on the idea that we were going to, to begin uh, relatively quickly and building a, a roster and a database of players and who we thought we could get to come back and want to play. And a lot of those uh, wonderful players actually work for me part-time and are around camps and clinics. And so once we kind of got the buzz out, we were doing it, it grew like wildfire. And, and then everyone wanted to jump and play. Uh, we even begged Polly's sister, Monica, to jump back in and play a bit and uh, give some veteran leadership there. Uh, but yeah, it just <laughs> it grew organically uh, just from conversations. And, and what we just, what we saw as a need uh, to provide a platform. That's, that's awesome. Um, that would be kind of cool, like a pre indie 11 or a post game, let you folks play. That would be, that would be kind of cool because then you'd have the Brickyard Battalion definitely in force. Right, Amanda? <laughs> She's drinking her coffee, yeah. but yeah, no, but that, I mean, that's incredible. So you guys have only been around a little over a year. Did I hear that correctly? Yeah, yeah. We pretty much pulled this together. What, February, March, Paul, we were talking about getting a team organized and put wow. together. We started yeah. playing in May. So, um, you know, we, we reached out to the league and uh, there was a, a spot for us. So we jumped on that and then we pulled a few local sponsors together. Uh, Royal Mortgage uh, and Passport Health are two big ones, along with Sogility. Uh, they provided some instant uh some instant funding to help us get the uniforms and stuff put together. Um, I Very pressed nice. the uniforms in my house. <laughs> uh, you know, we, we got it together. And uh, that was the idea. I mean, my kids and my my wife, Polly's wife, all worked uh, concessions in the gate and everything else. And it was a family affair. But so um, this is a family grassroots down to earth Hoosier born bred soccer club. No yeah, pretty about much. It. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, you know, like I said, Chris McGrath, uh, his family, mine, uh, Polly's. Uh, you know, we get some other coaches from from connections we have to come and jump in. Some agility staff members with volunteer time or uh, come on out and help us out too. So, um, yeah, it was it was really grassroots. It was really just like I said, it was a passion that we all had and we wanted to see. Uh, we thought we could put together a good program team and uh, to to win. Like I said, to win games was awesome. Uh, to win the conference, amazing. Uh, to win accolades uh, for our social media department or uh, players on the field, like Katie Sodders from uh, was Offensive Player of the Year. Um, you know, it was just pretty cool to see how all of it just grew and came together. And um, like I said, it, 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 at no point did it feel like a job because we were just having a good time. You know, that's amazing. 
making it happen. That that's that's amazing how short of a time this was put together, but the success that came from it so quickly um, speaks volumes about you, both of you and all your families and all the sacrifices they made, obviously. But then the players themselves bought into it and, you know, can't do anything without players on the field executing the plan. So kudos to both of you and all of you for that and continued success. Um, I want to jump back over to Amanda real quick. So you were saying, Amanda, I- I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but when Paulie showed up, I know his time was limited. Paulie, if you have to go, let us know. Yeah, but, no, of course. Um, by all means, if you need to jump in and say something, please do too. So go ahead, Amanda. Yeah, just talking about the when Indy 11 announced the team, you know, I was talking with a couple people on Twitter and pretty quick, quickly it was connected that the, the, you know, the purple overlay over the image was um, the league color for the USLW league. And um, I immediately was like, this, this has to be it. This has to be it. And I know that it's kind of been talked about a little bit, um, but the USLW league, I mean, they only appointed their first, their, their first team member, their first employee about a year and a half ago in January of 2021. Um, but as soon as they announced that I was waiting in my car, I think, uh, the announcement dropped at two o'clock and I was sitting in my car. I got, went out and got in my car at like one fifty, and I'm just sitting there and I'm <laughs> refreshing my phone, even though I know how time works and I'm, I'm texting all these people and, and looking on Twitter and looking for clues everywhere. And, and finally they announced it. And I just, I mean, I just went crazy and my phone was blown up and I was talking to so many people and so many people were reaching out to me about how awesome it is. And, and a lot of people saying like, okay, what, when do we get started? When can, you know, when can we start doing the support? And so we're kind of talking about that a little bit and we're just absolutely excited to go. And of course, you know, Scott, as obviously it happened to you, one of my first thoughts was, is there going to be any short, any sort of partnership with lady victory FC, but I know, you know, lady victory, you guys are only well, a year, really a year and a half old at this point, but you guys are part of the W the WPSL, which has played for seasons and seasons and seasons, a very well-established league. So, you know, I'm interested to see what's going to happen with all the players. And I had no idea that you guys, I was looking at the roster and, had no idea that you guys were pulling people from, you know, as far as the West coast. And so that's really cool to see, but I'm just, I have, I uh, have no more time for more soccer. I don't know what's going to happen, but we'll make, we'll make time. And so I'm just really, really excited for, for Indianapolis and for the women, not just here, you know, super, you know, super locally, but across the country. I mean, this is, this is another step, just another stepping stone of growth for women's soccer in the States. And it's just so awesome to see. Tom, what were your thoughts out of the UK? Obviously, the bedlam of soccer, and we've had this discussion a million times, how a guy from the UK is actually a huge Indy 11 fan. Um, what were your thoughts when you heard the announcement? Yeah, just the same as Amanda, really. Uh, obviously, a lot of people were speculating what the announcement could be. Um, I think a few people on on Twitter and what have you did, did come to the conclusion that it was that uh, the Indy 11 were going to have a women's team going forward. So That was, that was you, Tom. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the, if, they did, if India, the Indy 11 women's team didn't tap into Lady Victory in some one way or another, I think it would be a massive mistake. Yeah, I mean, looking at the successes they had, and, and we don't want to take great prayers from Paulie and, and Jimmy, but I think they would be the people that if they had the good enough players, they would tell them to go pursue their dreams. If that's what it came to, sort of, maybe, I don't know. Uh, but so so somebody wants to play for Lady Victory. Do they 
just hit your website? Do you, I mean, obviously you folks scout people and you get names and you get those referrals. Is there an active tryout process, Jimmy and Polly through the website or how does that work? Well, this year, just uh, with the time crunch and, right. and things being the way they were, uh, we really worked off of more of a, a database of players that we knew uh, previously or we thought we could get to come. Uh, and then when we announced the team and social media kind of got up and running, uh, players started to contact us. I heard from a lot of international players and other players from other places. Uh, but our focus was was really more local. Um, it just happened that California and some of the other uh, players that were, it, some of them just happened to move to Indiana or their parents relocated. And so right. it just kind of grew from there or they had an internship that's going to be around. So, you know, things just kind of work out sometimes. I think going into this next year, uh, again, we're busy putting together a database of players that we think um, would be assets and, and would be able to come in and play. Uh, we still want to keep that younger side of player development in mind too, where we're using local talented players to bring in and teach them uh, some great lessons of playing with older veteran players and um, just kind of getting some experience for them. Um, you know, I, I don't know that Paul and I would ever go back and say we wanted to lose every game, but I don't think this <laughs> was to win every game. Uh, it was really about giving an opportunity um, to give a place for players to play, um, to, to make them happy. I mean, the, these girls smiled all summer long. I mean, they, they were just the most happy, pleasant people to work with. And, you know, they, they came to training. We had great numbers at training. Um, they invited friends that wanted to come and play. And, oh, that's and, awesome. Yeah. So it, it grew that way. But yeah, going into year two, I, I think we'll obviously we're scouting and looking for the best talented players around. Uh, we're also likely to have some sort of open tryout uh, process this year going into it just to give some people an opportunity um, and, and see what we can find. Maybe there's a diamond in the rough out there we don't know about. Um, and everyone deserves a chance. Um, so we'll definitely look at that this time around. That's that's really there's a lot that can be taken from what you and Paulie have said um, based on youth development locally feeding into a bigger system um, because the talent is here and it just needs to be found. Um, there's a lot of talent in Indiana, a lot of so a lot of soccer talent. And yeah, there are some, you know, U.S. soccer is going through its growing pains and we can talk about that for hours, but. I just like to hear the refreshing thing of it happened. Social media blew up. People just started showing up. The team just kind of organically formed. Obviously successes make practice a lot more fun. Um, everybody smiles when you're winning. I mean, that's, that cures a lot of woes when you're winning soccer games. And that's wonderful to hear. Um, but yeah, year two will be very interesting. And obviously uh, keep an eye on the website, social media, just kind of keep an eye on those things to find out, it looks like you just finished up your season Sunday, correct? The 27th, or do you have more games coming? Uh, for us, no, we, we finished up. Um, this year, there wasn't a playoff platform just with COVID and everything. So we, we finished up. Um, this pretty much runs through the summer. Okay. Uh, so more like a summer league, we usually kick off in May. Uh, we'll start training whenever players come back and available from school. Uh, and then we're usually all wrapped up before players have to head back to school uh, July so so for folks who need that soccer fix during the summer, this is the way to go get it, obviously. If, if yeah. they don't have all their clubs and all their tribal things committed. Um, 
going back to you, Amanda. So back to the to the woman's announcement for Indy 11. Are we talking a second supporters group or are we just going to take the BYB and move it over there? Or we do we, started talking about not it a little bit. Talk about that yet? No. Yeah, we started talking about it a little bit this last weekend. Um, I, we've been working on. Uh, we've got some big upcoming TFOs that we're working on, so that's kind of the focus for the BYB right now. Um, but a few of us um, have just kind of, you know, very unofficially started talking about it on the side. I definitely, whatever it is, I want to be, you know, as involved as I can for me. And there's a couple other people that that I think feel the same. Um, this is a little bit different, you know, than how the Brickyard Battalion first started, you know, because that started before Indy 11. Uh, the Brickyard Battalion started as a group to to bring, you know, local professional soccer to Indianapolis. And, you know, this time it's a little bit different. The team has been announced prior and I think we're going to, you know, all of us are definitely on the edge of our seats waiting for what kind of branding the new women's team is going to go with, whether, you know, they'll stick with similar branding to Indy 11, whether it'll be completely separate, you know, just little things like as much as, I don't ever want to bring them up, but, you know, we've got Louisville. I mean, you know, they have two different Stop team it. names, but they went with the same color scheme yeah. with a similar color scheme, Understood. Um, you know, just kind of things like that. So I think we're just kind of waiting to see what um, is announced for the new women's team. And I think we'll go from there, but we're definitely getting, there's a small group of us um, that have started talking about it and we'll kind of see where it goes, but I'm, uh, yeah, either way. I mean, it'll be, it'll be something just like the BYB, depending gotcha. on, you know, where I think we, we need there'll, a, there'll be smoke. I think we need a lady victory supporters group. Yeah. Is you there know, one, is there one the, actively the B- running Jimmy? Go ahead. You know, I don't know if there's an active one running, but uh, the BYB and, and just anyone who's a supporter of the game in general uh, seem to show up. I mean, we, we didn't know how many people would come and our stands were full. Uh, we had standing room only after the first couple of games, which was pretty neat. So that's awesome. Uh, you know, it, everyone supported us. There was tweets and retweets from anyone and everyone, uh, including Amanda. Uh, and so everyone was just supportive of the idea of uh, a team that was going to provide an opportunity for female players. Uh, but to, I, like I said, it wasn't an accident. We wanted to tie into the soccer community. We wanted the BYB support. We wanted uh, to have a, a relationship even loosely uh, with Indy 11. Um, because it makes sense. It always makes sense for us all to work together collectively. Uh, we can make things greater that way than trying to do it on our own. So uh, we're all about you know, synergy and finding a way for all supporters, all people. Uh, it doesn't matter age, uh, gender, or anything else, or you know what, whatnot. I mean, it's just we're about helping the growth of the game of soccer. Um, and right I think that's big. That's what I hear. Yeah. Fierce. That was a big thing, um, you know, when Paul moved back here from California, it was, uh, it was a mission of his, uh, really, to see the game grow and to, to live on the tradition of what we've had in the past. And we've had some great players in the past, but to see it be even more, uh, you know, to have Indy 11 become what it's become and, and an avenue for academy contract players and things like that to have an opportunity for those young players to grow up and uh, sign contracts at 14 years old and do things like that uh, is amazing. And we need that. We need that for the women's game. We need that for that same uh, platform. So maybe Paul would speak to that more. I mean, that's like I said, I don't mean to steal his words, but that was a big thing that he shared with me when he came back to town. We've got about eight minutes left. Paul, anything you want to add? I mean, no, I, I think I can, I can add on that, make it a little bit more personal. I mean, soccer is 
soccer is what I know. Um, and moving back from San Diego to Indianapolis for the reasons that I did, family related, I knew I would still have soccer here. Uh, it doesn't. <laughs> the game now is, is wherever I choose to live, I will hopefully be able to have a job. Um, but coming home, you know, going to Carmel High School, um, coming home, bringing the family here, and having soccer in my life, it wasn't just, or it never is just a job. It's wanting to be a part of something, uh, whether it's coaching my U14s, coaching my U19s, having an opportunity to coach at a higher level being a part of something. Um, and like Jimmy said earlier, the, the family environment, <laughs> after the game, my kids coming home and telling me that they sold candy bars during the game. And I, it, it's, it's pretty cool. So, um, again, going back to, um, Amanda would be, be whatever, whatever transpires from, a we'll call it a business perspective. The game of soccer is growing and continuing to grow and will be nationally recognized in the next two to three years. Uh, and we've already started that process. So it's very, very exciting times. And I'm thrilled to be a part of it. However, I could be a part of it. That's, that's great. I mean, that's, that's what so- I love the grassroots aspect of soccer. Um, and that's what I like about Indy because we have all these teams that everybody's so accessible. And everybody kind of believes in the same philosophy. It's grown here. We live it here. We breathe it here. And we support it here to the best of our ability. Um, if there's anything anybody wants to leave us with as we get ready to close out this episode, Paulie and Jimmy, thank you so much for the short notice. Um, especially you, Paulie. I know you're on the pitch. So I, we do appreciate that. But anything you want to leave us with? Obviously, the website's ladyvictoryfc.com. I'll take a look for them on the social medias, the Twitter, Facebook, hit the website. But is there anything you two would like to leave us? I, I would. Amanda, sure. Tom, keep, keep doing what you guys do. I, I can't tell you as, as a fan of soccer in general, uh, what you guys do away from the field and the support that you provide players is, is massive. Being a former player, having to support a fans when I played was insurmountable and just in return when the fans beat you up it's it's brutal but uh, um, no, like I said I, when I take my kids to uh, Indy 11 games and watch the men play I got nine-year-old twin boys and you know when the 11 score and that smoke goes off and things like that like it's, it's things that we've never had in this country until recent years so thank you for everything you guys do Always yeah, a pleasure. Follow, yeah, follow up those sentiments. Thank you guys for having this show, giving us a platform uh, to share. Uh, obviously, your passion for the game is is clear, and we appreciate that as, as soccer people. Um, I appreciate Polly. Uh, there's a reason he was coach of the year. Uh, there's a reason Lady Victory <laughs> won a franchise of the year because of people like Polly and our families that supported us. Saw this, uh, Chris McGrath and all his support and his family as well. Um, you know, our sponsors were amazing. Uh, Got to plug Sogility anytime I can. Absolutely. Uh, uh, check us out at Sogility.net. Um, we're trying to help build the game and grow the game here uh, through the use of technology. So uh, please, uh, if you ever want uh, more information, just reach out and let us know. We'd be glad to help you. Yeah, definitely check out Sogility. My son, is uh, he goes to Bushy on the weekends, early Saturday mornings, and we love it up there. So nice facility. And did I see groundbreaking? 
groundbreaking. We're expanding. We're going to build a, a space twice the size next door. And oh, we're nice. Hopefully, hopefully going to announce a couple more locations over the next uh, six to 12 months. So come to, we're come to the west side. Come I to the like... west side. Come to the <laughs> west side. <laughs> yeah. Guys, I, I appreciate everybody's time today. And you guys are always welcome back. Um, probably reach out again, talk a little bit maybe in the off season, how things are transpiring. But Polly, Jimmy, Amanda, Tom, everybody, we appreciate it. Appreciate everybody's time. I'm going to get this edited and hopefully it'll be out uh, probably next week. But I appreciate it. Awesome. Again, right. thank you so much. Thank, thanks, everybody. Have a Amanda, great day. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. I don't know about you, but I sounded really good in these headphones.